You're listening to Youth and Loud, the show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. We discuss all issues relevant to youth. If you'd like to find out more about the show or have a topic idea, check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud, or you can email us on youth at synradio.org. On this episode, we are joined in the studio with Dean, who is associated with Barwon Child Youth Family in Geelong. Dean shares with us his journey with his sexuality, his coming out story, plus some of the challenges he's encountered and what he's learned along the way. Um, so welcome to, to Youth and Loud. Um, Dean, it's really cool to have you on the show today. Um, so just to kick us off, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, and what your life looks like for you at the moment. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm from Geelong, born and bred. I uh, haven't moved my whole life. Uh, went to Grovedale College down in the <laughs> south part of it. I uh, graduated year 12 in 2015, so I was two years ago now. Uh, since then, I've been in uni. I'm going back to uni in May, uh, attend Navitas, uh, studying criminology, which is awesome. I, I do debating like every every two decisions. So much fun. Nice. Um, having a small break, um, but I'm just involved in three, four youth groups, right? Three youth groups and many other organisations. Um, part of helping getting out Geelong Rainbow Inc., which is very exciting. We're uh, Doing that. Nice. Um, so you've come here today, uh, Dean, just um, willing and keen to share some of your stories, some of the things that you've experienced in your life. Um, so just take us back um, to the beginning of when that first uh, started for you, Dean. Um, so if you just go back to the start of it, was it high school when you... It was high um, school. Um, yeah, so just take it back uh, right to the start. So what did life look like for you during your high school years right at the beginning um, and what were you going through during that time? Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm no stranger to bullying, but in pr- primary school I'll start off and say my favourite saying was, tomorrow will be better. I always hung on to that hope and just said, tomorrow will be better, I'll have a better day, and that got me through, pretty much. So tomorrow will be better. Um, year seven, I thought, like, I'll have a good new start, made a, made a few mistakes, but uh, had three girlfriends uh, across the span of my high school life. Can I just ask, sorry to interrupt, Dean, so that, um, that saying that you had when you were in primary school, that tomorrow will be better, um, where did that come from? Was that uh, passed on to you from a parent or from a friend? Where did that uh, mindset come from? Well, the mindset of... My parents always pushed through. My parents always had hope, and they saw it will get better, and I saw it did for them. So, to me, I just made that saying up and thought tomorrow will be better. You know, it will be better down the track. You know, mm. it will get better eventually. Part of having that phrase that tomorrow will get better is that because you went through difficult experiences during your primary school and early childhood was, years. Definitely, definitely, I was bullied pretty much every day, and it was. Well, I was different, I was quiet, I said weird things, whatever it was. Okay. It was, I always hung on to that, you know, and that got me through. So, and I think it was, we did an activity in year nine, I remember it very strongly that one of my friends looked at me and the question to the whole class was, 
uh, nominate and pick out the most resilient person you know. My friend turned to me and was like, Dean, we give you that much crap. You are the most resilient person. You're, you're still happy every single day. Like, I was, I proud myself from being happy. You know? not, not, hardly anything bring me down. So, and he told me I was the most resilient person I know. And it's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so would you say that you can see both uh, positive and negative aspects of having Definitely. to go through the difficult yeah. experiences that you did um, in primary school um, and I take it in high school as well, you can see both positive and negative things you learnt from that? Um, Definitely, yeah. Um, I, it's hard to change. It's, I think people ask, like, would you, if you had the chance, would you change to pass? And I thought, well, no, because it's, it's made me who I am. It's made me that resilient. It's made me push myself to be happy, and it's made myself a better person. Well, I see it, at least. So, yeah. So, what, um, if, if you don't mind, Dean, can you just unpack that a little bit more for us? So, in what ways would you say, having gone through the challenges and the difficult things that you experienced um, at school, in what ways would you say that's made you a better person? How has that developed your character? Well, I, I know what I went through, and I wouldn't want that on anyone else. So, if I see anyone that's suffering or anyone that needs help, I'm always there to help them out. You know, I'm always there to help them, and that comes from like going through all the bullying, all the crap that I went through in high school. So it's all that, and I wouldn't want anyone to go through that again. Mm. So it's saving them and preventing that, pretty much. Um, it's it sounds like you've learned something which is really valuable to have in life, Dean, and that's empathy. Because of the difficult things you've gone through, you're able to empathise with others who may be going through similar experiences. And it's such yeah, a... Very unique experiences. Um, yeah, and it's such a, a positive quality to have um, rather than um, perhaps not being able to see that or understand why someone's like that, you can empathise. Exactly, or understand um, it. A lot of people don't understand what other people are going through. It's because they haven't been in that situation. It's no bad on them, but it's in my situation, it's I know exactly what they're going through. You know, if people describe a situation, it's, you know, I'm not out at home or my parents don't know I'm gay or whatever, it's I know exactly how you feel, it's okay. Hmm. So it's things like that. What surrounded your life at that time um, just sticking to childhood just for the time being in your primary school experiences what what did your life look like um outside of school um did you have a big family and uh, sort of big family i had two older brothers six years older than me they were twins yep and my mum and dad and we weren't always the richest but i think now mum doesn't like eating beef mints because that's all they lived on when my brothers were younger so uh, it was things like that, and we went camping and four-wheel driving a lot, and we had our usual camping spots and went there like every year. Cool. We loved it. Loved it. Sitting in the car. Um, not sure. Oh, bike riding. Bike riding. We loved bike riding. Bike riding with brothers, dad, just went anywhere we wanted to. P- pick a direction, we just went there. It was awesome. And then my brothers were always tinkers, so they always made Always what, sorry? Tinkers. What's t- tinker? Tinkers. They'd sit around and tinker. Um, they just sit around and if they want to make something, they just figure out a way to do it. Uh, my brother and I were got in the paper because when I was in grade six, uh, my brother made a bike attachment to a bathtub with wheels. So it was like a trailer. So that day, my brother... Wait, wait. Your brother made a bike attachment with, with wheels? With a bath on the back. 
Wow. Bath on wheels attached bath. to the bike. Wow. How did that yeah. go down? Did that last long or did it just fall over and break straight away? Or? Well, <laughs> no, no it, it, it was very strong. Very okay. strong. It lasted long. Um, but he took me to school and he was picking me up. So I was like, Where, where's my brother? You know, waiting around. Um, and then he picked me up and he got approached by this guy. I was like, hey, uh, can we ask you a few questions? And we looked over and he came from the car that had adverti- long advertiser on the side. I'm like, really? Oh, oh, okay. So we did a uh, road around and my brother explained how he made it and how long it took and an old bathtub from the, the tip, I think. Um, got a few photos and about a week later we're in the third page of the Geelong Eddie with a huge picture um, just of me in the bathtub and my brother riding his bike, which was awesome. It, it didn't last long. They took it to Anglesey and um, they were lowering it down a cliff to go down to their campsite, but right. the, the Right, broken. Right, okay. That's pretty <laughs> cool, though. It's a very creative uh, gene, it sounds like your brother yeah. has. So oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so what, what's, what's the best thing, would you say, about your, your childhood and the, the early years of life? What's some of the best memories you have, Dean? Uh, definitely camping. Um, we camped so often. It was not every weekend, but it was every school holidays. Uh, just... Uh, Nova Town Beachport. Uh, if, we, if anyone knows where Mount Gambier is, it's like diagonally southwest from there, down to the coast. It's awesome. You go sand driving there, and it's, you stay in the caravan park, and you stay up late just talking around the fire. It's just, and then you look up, and there's stars. It is just awesome. And then the next day, you go driving on the beach. You're on the beach all day. It's just, it's, I, it's hard to explain. It's mm. just because I've been it in my whole life. Like, yeah. My parents discovered it when my older brothers were two. So, you know, it's. Um, uh, making sandcastles just on the beach, just driving around them, and then we stop on the beach and watch the sunset over the mm. water. You're listening to Youth and Loud, loud. the show that's quiet about the trivial things, but loud about the important things. If you'd like to find out more about the show, or if there's a topic idea you want to discuss, you can check us out on Facebook and give us a shout by searching Youth and Loud, or you can email us on youth at synradio.org. Um, so, Dean, just coming back to uh, the experiences that you went through in high school, and you mentioned before that you um, were talking about um, your experience of, of uh, coming out in, um, in, in in being gay. Just take, take us more through that. Um, yeah. I think the first time I was sort of like introduced to it, I was I knew of it, but my I dated a girl for a year and a few months, but sometime in there she came out as bisexual. Mm-hmm. So I was first introduced to it, and first I you know didn't know what to think, didn't know how to feel. It's okay, my my girlfriend's bisexual, and that's okay. Um, but later on, it's I look back and it's, I didn't want to be with her. As, like I went to school and. Uh, I kept saying I was too tired, I'm going to sleep. And it's, it's my, like, I think my subconscious telling me is like, get away from her sort of thing. So it's, it's a learning curve a lot. But it was my group of friends that were, it's hard to explain, but the exploring ones in the sexuality area. So we had bisexual, we had pansexual, we had all the different ones, you know, different names and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and slowly enough, I, to a few friends, in confidence, I came out as bisexual. Um, I think in the back of my head, I, I was bisexual, but I thought I can still... My 
father was quite homophobic, and I can still say to him, say, it's okay, I still like girls, so I'm still bisexual, yeah, I'm still pleasing him. Um, so it was a few things like that. I didn't tell one particular friend, as they tell everyone, so I didn't tell them. But as a good example, it was a Freudian slip. I was in production, and it was back to the 80s, so I was the older, um, middle-aged person looking back on my high school experience, and towards the start we had the snapshot, so you know, they're the jocks, they're the drama geese, there's me, there's a dirty look, and there's this girl, I kept, had to get a name right, it was Cindy, Cindy is the character name, um, the, the actual line is, you know, she dated every boy in the football team, personally, the line is, personally, I'd prefer one girlfriend course in that slight moment of hurrying along and I thought but hang on she has boyfriends why do I say girlfriend so in that slip I actually said personally I'd prefer one boyfriend froze up my heart skipped a beat everyone cracked up and laughed luckily so I just laughed along and um tearing up because I was laughing so much and just crashed on the floor just in the fetal position just hide me one of my friends to- that I told I was coming out as by mm-hmm. came over and hugged me and I tried to grab his arm and just like stay there hide me <laughs> hide me away um but it was just funny that the director got up was like Dean you're right you're right and, like wipe away the tears I'm good I'm good I'll keep going correct myself but you know it was a few jokes there and even the music director talked to me afterwards in a crowd of people saying it's okay Dean we accept you forever whoever you are mm. so in my head it's like oh so even if I was gay or bi that they'll be okay with it oh so it was like a click in my head they're actually okay with it it's not something to be afraid of there was a youth group in Geelong uh, Geelong Rainbow is the adult version of it but GASP is used to stand for Geelong Adolescent Sexuality Project but now it's a GASP um my counsellor told me about it and I went along to it. It started at 4pm to start school. So I went along and I walked, I had an introductory meeting and, you know, you can't do this, you can't swear, you can't all this, have the package. I walked in and felt this huge rush of acceptance and I can be myself here. Like, there was, everyone is like me here. There was no, there would be no bullying, there would be no... Uh, bad words, nothing. I walked in, it's like, this is awesome. It was a big room, but luckily someone said, like, hey, I'm new, come sit next to me. It's like, oh, good. So I sat next to them, but it was an awesome group. I'm still involved with them, but they just, you know, helped support me, and now I've got two other friends that can go to it, that go to it as well with me, which is awesome, you know? So I went through that, and... Um, so, Dan, I know that you uh, mentioned before that part of your experience as well in high school was also receiving some bullying. Um, so, tell us a, about that and how did you manage going through that challenging time in your life? Oh, I don't think I could get through that without my counsellor and my group of friends. You know, it, was, it wasn't too much, but it was just walking around the schoolyard just hearing faggot and fag and, oh, look at that faggot sort of thing. It's like, oh, that, that makes it feel really good. Um, but I even got approached just where we hang out, where my group of friends hang out, and got approached like, hey, Dean, are you the gay guy? I'm like, yeah, what about it? And they just, they were taken back. They were shocked. It's like, oh, they, I think they were anticipating a negative response. It's like, oh, no, what are you talking about? Oh, mm. But no, I'm the gay guy. What? And they're like, shocked, just, oh, oh, okay. And they, they walked off. 
you know, it was weird, but I don't know, it made me an advocate. It made me, I realised how bad things were, and it's, no, this is not alright. People saying, that's so gay, and meaning it's a bad thing. It's like, well, no, that's, you can't use that as a bad word. It's, in the library, I did debating, I argued with dad and mum and my brothers. My brother did debating and dad did debating, so it was big discussions at home. Family of debating. <laughs> exactly. Um, arguments at home was huge. Uh, Stand in, up at dinner time at the table. No! Well, I see this point. Exactly. Damn, so I tell you. <laughs> and then they said, oh. But it was in the library. I heard, um, just, if I'm talking to my friends and I hear someone behind me say, oh, that's so gay. It's like, hang on, guys, I'll just hang on. I'll just mm. turn around and talk to them. It's like, well, no. no. And a lot of the responses was, I don't know. It's, why do you use that? You know, that, that's so gay. Why do you say mm. in that in a response? Uh, I don't know. It's just because it's so gay. Okay, well, people, that, it's it's mean to some people. Yeah, yeah. They had no idea, mm. you know. So it's it's targeting that, and so what? Um, I guess with with all the things that you've been through, um, in your life, Dean, and with high school, it's clear that you've gone through some pretty challenging experiences. Mm. Um, what's some of the best memories that you have in the high school period of your life? <laughs> Well, I think definitely that story of production and getting the line wrong and saying, <laughs> personally, my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, but I think just my friends and the inclusion we had of we're all in this together and, you know, any any support. And even I, the, the rare times I don't have a comeback for someone, my friends do. Right. They're, they're right behind me. Yeah. You know, they're, they're my supporters. We're, we're each other's supporters. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know, good memories come with my friends, really. I don't think any other memories. Um, so what What about the future? What's looking ahead um, for the future, Dean, as you look at the next um, 10 years? Uh, what would you like to accomplish and where would you like to be within the next 10 years? Oh, um, well, career-wise, my passion would be is law and psychology, mm-hmm. but I've had three girlfriends and then five boyfriends so far. But 10 years, I'd, it, it sounds corny, but I would like the house. I would like to be at least leasing a house. I have my car. Um, I'd like to have my, a boyfriend, a partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always difficult because the reality of the g- gay people, it's the, the perfect person is too far away, taken, or straight. It, it's, it's always tricky. It's straight crushes are very real and very annoying. Um, but, yeah, have a car and hopefully working in psychology because I think my passion lies in helping other people, helping them work through their problem. So working as a counsellor would be just awesome, Mm. you know. Um, So that about brings us to the end of our time. Dean, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we end? I think I'd like to say the message goes to uh, teachers of high school and primary school and then the students. The teachers would be Change if you haven't already. Change your language to be a lot more ex- inclusive, and you don't have to gender everything you say. It's I tried to do an activity a bit ago of talking about your weekend, but not saying if you went with your partner, not saying the gender of your partner. So I went with my friend instead of with my boyfriend. So it was, it was complicated, but a lot more inclusive language. I hear many stories. It's a high school PE teacher or student like that says, uh, no, I've, I've got no gay children in my class. No, there's none here. 
change his language and it was to be a lot more inclusive. So teachers, change your language, change your behaviour, a lot more inclusive and it'll be a lot better place. Yeah, and I think it's um, I think it's really fantastic, Dean, that you were able to go through that difficult and challenging experience in high school, um, and you were able to reach out to your counsellor and you had friends around you as well to support yeah. you. Um, and it is such an important point when we are going through difficult things in life, such as getting bullied or struggling to. Um, you know, to go through something like you have to reach out and to ask for help and to not keep it tucked inside and keep it to yourself. Um, and I think that's mm. one key thing for anyone who does, you know, go through a bullying experience or something difficult in life to, to reach out. Don't try and go through it alone, but to, never alone. to talk it out with... Um, that brings us to an end of this episode of Youth and Loud! On this episode, we've heard from Dean, associated with Barwon Child Youth Family from Geelong, who has shared with us his journey and struggles with sexuality, some of the challenges he has encountered, and the lessons he has learnt along the way. Dean has done a fantastic job sharing with us today, and thanks heaps for Dean for being a part of Youth and Loud. If you've felt concerned about anything you've heard tonight, you can contact Beyond Blue on one three hundred. Double two twenty six thirty eight. That's one three hundred double two twenty six thirty eight. Lifeline on thirteen eleven fourteen. Q Life on eighteen hundred one eight four five two seven. Or you can check out reachout.com. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll catch you next time on Youth and Loud. <laughs>